Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 2nd of June. Today, Netball Australia turns mercenary as the grand final goes up for sale. Rafa and Novak prove me right, and the legendary voice of rugby league says goodbye. But first... From the moment he made his professional boxing debut against Zoran Cassidy in December 2016, Tim Zhu has been on a mission. A mission to prove he's worthy of his famous boxing surname. A mission to silence his doubters that say he's been gifted all his opportunities because his dad is Costa Zhu. A mission to become world champion. And now... He said to get that shot. Huge news for world title contender Tim Zhu today with a WBO ordering undisputed champ Jamel Charlo to negotiate a deal to fight the Aussie by June 20. Yes, the World Boxing Organisation have sent through the command that undisputed welterweight world champion Jamel Charlo must defend his title against Tim Zhu. Tim's last six fights, he's fought five, uh, five world-rated guys in his last six fights. Four of those have been rated in the top ten, so... He's done the best preparation that he can to get to this point. You know, the WBO respects that. And there's a reason that he's a mandatory challenger. It's not, it's uh, it's based on the performances that he's put in. Zoo's promoter there, CEO of No Limit Boxing, George Rose, justifying the decision of the WBO to hand Zoo his shot at boxing glory. Rose will now have until June 20th to agree to terms with Charlo's promoters for the fight. And while we'd love to see Tim don the gloves in Australia for the bout, it's more than likely Jamel Charlie will have home ground advantage with the fight most likely to happen in LA or Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas! But wherever the fight takes place, there's already plenty of heat built into this one, with Charlo making his feelings known about the prospect of facing Tim Zhu in his post-fight press conference a couple of weeks back after he was crowned the undisputed champion. How much Tim two, whatever his name is, how much they got? How much money they got? Would you take a fight against Tim? And I had a dream. I I wanted to be a sports commentator and I didn't want to be Michael Slater. I didn't need to be Peter Sterling or Wally Lewis or Murray Rose. I just wanted to be a sports commentator. And for the last 55 years, Ray Rabs Warren has done just that. From cheering home world records in the pool... To calling the gallopers at Rose Hill. It's still market gold in front of the 100. Well clear market gold ploughing through the conditions is going down to win and win easily. And of course there are those 45 NRL grand finals and 99 state of origin games. But yesterday, Rabs announced that at 78 years of age, he's leaving the commentary box for good. In a statement, Rabs confirmed that he would be retiring and won't be calling next week's State of Origin series opener, which would have marked his 100th commentary stint of the greatest rivalry in Australian sport. Instead, Rabs, the voice of rugby league, will sit back and enjoy Wednesday night's game like the rest of us, watching on TV. In his statement, Rabs had a simple message. Quote, I'd like to thank the game, the NRL and the players for giving me the privilege of calling such a great product. And finally, the viewers, for allowing me to share a little time in your living rooms since the early 1970s. 
Hey, remember yesterday on the scorecard when I was talking about the French Open quarterfinal between Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal and I said this? Since he played and won the French Open for the first time back in 2005 as a 19-year-old, he has a win rate of 97.2% at this tournament. Well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but... In case you missed it, this one turned into an absolute barn burner. Tied at one set apiece, Rafa slogged his way through the second set 6-2 before the all-encompassing fourth set went to a tiebreak. And for context, I'm going to play the final point of the match to give you an understanding of how long and hard these two players battled it out. Nadal makes it to the semis. And was this his biggest obstacle between him and a 14th Roland Garros title? After four hours' work, Nadal has set up a semi-final against number three seed Alexander Zverev as he chases his 14th French Open title to make it 22 Grand Slam victories overall. Incredible stuff. Next item up for beds is the right to host the Suncorp Super Netball Grand Final. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, it's happening. Going all the way back to 1997, when a national netball competition was first formed in Australia, the hosting rights for the Grand Final have been given to the team who wins the major semi-final, i.e. the best team in the comp. But this year, Code Sports reports that the Western Australian Government has dropped some big bucks for the privilege to host the decider in Perth. As to why Netball Australia broke with tradition and sold the game? Because we were broke. Yeah, money. The last two COVID-interrupted seasons have left the governing body in a precarious financial position, so the cash injection was much needed. But on the upside, the West Coast Fever are currently sitting second on the ladder, so there's a chance that Perth could have a home team in the grand final. Meanwhile, ladder-leading Melbourne Vixens, who are far and away the best team in the competition and probably would have been short odds to host a grand final, won't be happy. Damn right I'm going to be pissed off. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for the day. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.